Alrighty, hello everyone. Let me actually make sure the audio levels are good. Yeah, we're good. So welcome everyone to Three DMs and a Tale. Uh, this is an improv show that has some D&D inspirations from it. My name is Aaron uh, Solo Solomon, or just Aaron Solomon. I can never figure out what my name's going to be. I'll be your host. Uh, and you and say I'm confused. You're always confused <laughs> as, as a regular existence, sir, and or madam. Um, <laughs> humanity. I just vibe. I just vibe, bro. You just vibe, bro. So what I've done uh, for this show is that I've gathered together uh, four DMs here of notable experience to run us through an improvised uh, story through the great interwebs. Um, I'll go ahead and run this. Uh, above me, top left here, Mr. Uh, Bald and Fabulous with the beard. That is Colton. Top center is Manatee. Far top right is Lillian. And directly to my right with the mustachio of legend is Michael. Um, would you guys like to plug, uh, I'll start with Colton. Would you guys like to plug any of your things before we get started? Yeah, um, my name's Colton, or the Warbeard DM. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok with that same name. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything, Manatee, you'd like to plug? No. <laughs> Lillian, Michael? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Not yet. More specifically. Uh, name's Michael. You can. I also go by the Black Stag GM. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Awesome. And you do have some uh, local GMing around here in the. Uh, well, three of you actually do do uh, DMing, GMing at the We Geek Tavern in Provo uh, here in uh, Salt Lake, Utah area. So if you guys would actually like for these people to run, uh, I don't know, a one shot or anything like that, uh, you can find them. Um, I'll go ahead and add a few plugs. Uh, what is it? Raffle Rhapsody is probably on its last few episodes. We're still trying to figure out how we're going to end out season two here for three DMs and a tale, but I think we're good and excited for this now. Murder, lots of murder. Lot of, uh, there's always <laughs> murder. There always has to be murder. So I mean, we have Lillian here, so murder is always about to happen. Yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, uh, seeing as we need an improv element, or at least we need to make sure that there is not too much prep before we get to the to this show. A regular rule at this show is that we roll a four-sided die to decide who will be the head DM. Uh, one day I will be added to that um, Russian roulette of who is going to be in charge for the day. Uh, but that day is not yet here. So the numbering, as we can see just by the visuals, uh, will be Colton as one, Manatee as two, Lillian as three, and Michael as four. This die, when it lands on them, they will, if whoever it lands on, will become the head DM for the story for the two episodes or more. We'll see if we get to anything longer in some future date. They will then, as the head DM, have to provide the genre and the theme and start opening the story, providing scenery, context, calling in the other players to introduce um, uh, their characters, and we will proceed into the world uh, from there. And I also usually uh, frequent as a player in, in these. So, uh, you all ready for this? Yes. You all ready for the dice? Yeah. All right. That's going to be a two. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, only the only solace I can give you, Manatee, is that when, uh, when I record with these people locally with uh, Lillian Colton, uh, Ryan, who's not here, and, and Michael, we can guarantee one of them will be in trouble, and I will probably <coughs> make sure it's not Ryan for the next one. <laughs> so, so we can get a yeah, full rotation. Was, and... 
Yeah. I don't know if you would consider it lucky or not, but I have a feeling it'll be Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. So we're going to go with a genre and theme. Mm-hmm. Very touching the prohibition. I already did a Western. Did, did Kung a Fu last one. Did Kung Fu last one. I did a weird Lovecraftian one. Let's go fantasy suburb. And the conflict will be er, the the theme will be conflict. Or the conflict will be theme. I don't know. Um <laughs> we can't decide can we on the fantasy theme. Suburb. <laughs> what are we what are what kind of suburb are we talking like fantasy suburb but like modern day kind of fantasy suburb like yeah so essentially in this world magic exists within this world there are humans elves dwarves orcs but you know they're just part of the regular world and electricity was also invented within this world so this suburb is a part of a larger society that embraces both magic and modern technology as we have it now so it is pretty much modern day so we get to watch legolas interact with a microwave is what you're telling me <laughs> if, if or so, gimli so. struggle with a lawnmower you know whichever one will There's eat, a high advantage there one will eat the other all righty all righty then break us in yeah. break us in manatee all righty so um questions to y'all then how do all of you find yourself within this neighborhood? You could be a resident of this neighborhood. You could be somebody who happens to work in this neighborhood. The possibilities are endless with us. I'm doing a job. All righty. I'm also doing a job. I'm actually the local. Uh, I'm the I'm the mailman whose route it just happens to like run through here every every other day. Um, so this is uh how would i how would i put it we'll do usps usps but it'll be like uh the united senates of this uh peninsula state so it's accidentally in florida now i guess i i just did a horrible acronym but yeah um so i'm i'm a local mailman um i'll put myself as like a uh i could just be a drow I'll just be a dark elf or something drow like that mailman. yeah all righty oh, yeah you're all mailbag. Just to give a visual, this is like your postcard idealistic kind of suburbs. Like you would see this in I'm trying to think what genre of movies had a lot of these green suburbs. Every horror of the two thousands. I guess I guess that or Cat in the Hat, if anybody's seen that. Oh god. Oh, that uh, movie's awful. But- <laughs> I wish you died. <laughs> Thank you for, that, for bringing that up. Thanks. Just imagine that pastel, ugly, sterile oh. environment. Essentially, anybody from Florida would recognize this as the villages. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I understand that reference. I, can, I now have a point of reference. Um, right. I, I will go next. I will be uh, Milo Cobblewood. Uh, and I make furniture in my workshop that's on my property at the edge of the suburb. Nice. I'm the, right. the guy at the very edge of the suburb that like everyone kind of like wants to go check out what's going on because they hear machinery going, but also it's that house that everyone's like, 
don't go in that house, there may be a serial killer. We're not really sure. He's either the <laughs> nicest guy or he's a murderer. We, we haven't figured it out yet. And what was your name again? <laughs> Milo Cobblewood. Milo Cobblewood. And uh, are you a human? Uh, Halfling. Halfling? All yeah. Three feet. <laughs> 50 pounds. <laughs> All right, like so we got a man. So we got a mailman that's drow. We got a halfling that is a uh, carpenter. Yep. And furniture maker, whatever you call them. A woodsmith. I think they were woodsmith. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Um, other two characters. Uh, how do y'all find yourselves in this neighborhood? Yeah, I forgot. I never uh, described my character. Uh, I just okay. said I was doing a job. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I am gonna go pretty basic. I'm a human. Uh, you would see me wearing a long trench coat, just covered in like different locks. Uh, they call me the locksmith. Your name is just the locksmith. Uh, it, my name is actually John Smith. <laughs> Nondescript human. <laughs> yep. Uh, but again, so wearing a trench though. coat, just with like many different locks sewn onto the trench coat. Do you look like the sign where it's like the stranger in the trench coat and you only see his eyes? It's like a silhouette? Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. And last character. I am a ancient lich that is currently the uh, head member of the PTA. <laughs> I am the Dark Lord, and that is how I will be referred to as. Any other name is completely inappropriate, although some people call me Sir and uh, Dave on occasion. Dave? Okay, okay, and what was the, what was the name again? I am the Dark Lord, but you can also call me Dave. <laughs> Please tell me you're a mind player. Of course. <laughs> what else would I be? Just thinking Madagascar penguins kind of thing. Just Dave the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> um, and head of the PTA. What does that mean exactly? I am the head of the parents uh, groups that uh, watch over our children that, you know, do all the little fundraisers, okay. all of that stuff. I'm the head of that. Uh, uh, Becky was trying to win last year, and I beat her over the head with a shovel, and so I won. <laughs> you, Alrighty. You don't want to mess with Dave. Dave will, no. Dave's called You're the Dark with Dave. Even on his mail, it doesn't say Dave. It says the Dark Lord. I just got used to taking it to his address here on Mayflower. So, <laughs> so this is a... Um, Hey, Brain, can you work with me today? <laughs> <laughs> this is an HOA neighborhood. Oh, no. uh, housing housing Association neighborhood. <laughs> oh, yes. So one of the neighbors yeah. is working really loudly. There's a lot of solicitors that are within this neighborhood. So the HOA is having a meeting of all the neighbors involved to all the neighbors and all the... I don't know why they invited all the employees that work in within this neighborhood too or do business with this we, neighborhood. I, I do have a house in, in, in the back of the cul-de-sac, actually next door to uh to Milo. So like I know who's been complaining about this, but 
it doesn't really bother me. I appreciate having some ambient noise in, in, on my side of the neighborhood. Just to so give you get- an idea, Milo's house is like this tiny little shack at the front, and then it's like on five acres with a massive warehouse in the back. <laughs> Full, like industrial type so even right. even though your warehouse is four acres away from the actual cul-de-sac, yep. your work yeah, is still loud. loud enough to penetrate possibly the Dark Lord's house. Um. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I've, I've written many complaints to the HOA for this, and they've done nothing. So I've decided that we need to figure out a way to deal with that. And what Dave doesn't know is that I've never actually like sent those mails to the HOA. I've just thrown them away while I've been you on the job. You never sent my letters to the HOA? I have, n- I have been writing those letters for hundreds of years in the hopes that one day they will fix all of the many problems with this neighborhood, including but not limited to children lollygagging in front of convenience stores. Yep, this so- neighborhood's only been here for 17 years. <laughs> And that's what and that's what the Dark Lord wrote. And that's what the Dark Lord that's what the Dark Lord wrote me, so that one's going on the trash too. Uh, right? Excuse and, what, you, and what the Dark Lord doesn't know is that Milo, because the mail or because uh uh Jacob the Drow mailman uh doesn't make a ton of money, uh Milo consistently just comes over and just is like, So um I hear you have some financial troubles. So uh, here's a few coins. If you can keep that Dark Lord off my case, I would really appreciate it. Because, right. quite frankly, he is annoying. <laughs> I agree. That's why, that's why I have your five acres in between me and them. And I'll pay you five gold for every letter you throw into a fiery furnace in hell. And whenever you have an out-of-state delivery, I just make sure that gets on my truck without any questions. Exactly. Free shipping. <laughs> exactly. So that so I that explains like how the warehouse. Corrupt ones. <laughs> so as the HOA is sending these notices out, mailman, do you um do you even bother to deliver them, or do you also throw them in the furnace? I only throw away uh, Dave's complaints because. Like, I was taking Dave seriously for, like, the first, you know, five years. And then after a point, I was like, oh, this is just an ass. Like, this is actually a self-important ass. Uh, that co- is racist. <laughs> <laughs> a witch mind flare, isn't it? I didn't even know what you look <laughs> like. I'm not one of the elves or one of the orcs or anything like that. I'm a mind flare. Obviously, I must be annoying and evil. I'm not evil. I just am a dark lord. Well, I had a cookout. I invited you. You said no and then sent a letter the next day complaining about the smell of burgers in your yard. Well, like you ha- know, ha- ha- I'm a vegetarian, okay? Happy That's just rude. You're ruining the 4th of July. That You ruined the 4th of July that year because I actually sent that letter and that that's when you that's when I turned. I was like, no, this Dave doesn't get to send any more to the HOA because they have single-handedly... <laughs> done sir is you've committed a crime not delivering the mail properly that is that is a crime I'm and if it's not i will take it up with somebody who will say that it's a crime i have a lawyer are we right? are we ha- are we are we having this discovery and argument like at the hoa like clubhouse in the neighborhood or something are, are we at the lock are we at the locksmith's yes. house right now just yelling <laughs> at each other i'm assuming either that <laughs> yeah I, I could say like probably outside the community center Mm-hmm. Um, there's a house that they use for that, and I'm assuming that this conversation is happening outside the community center before the meeting okay. even begins just yet. 
as well, I uh, am just replacing the locks on the community center. <laughs> no one, I don't know why he's doing that. I have no idea why we're replacing the locks. My little walk up to John Smith and be like, so, um, you're replacing those locks again, and I saw you replacing them yesterday and a week before then. Is this all you do? Is just replace the locks on these buildings, or do you replace the locks on other places too? Well, I just, you see, I have this large circle. I just go around the circle replacing locks, and when I get back to the start of the circle, I start again. <laughs> and you're paid for this? No. <laughs> then what? People get paid? Yes, people get paid. Do you not get paid? Why are you doing this if you're not getting... Are you... Never mind. Dave, you, Dave, you like to be bossy. Did, did we did we hire <laughs> him not with... Bossy. I am the Dark Lord! I command respect! <laughs> did we, by chance, hire this man to do, like, some locksmith work, but never clarified what the... Well, I hired him uh, three weeks ago, actually. For what? Well, you see, I'm building a dungeon. And I needed more locks so that people can't get into my dungeon. You know, young kids, they love being adventurers, and I am a mind flare, a lich, and they try to go into my basement to try to kill me. It happens with relative frequency. So I hired him to help me out with the locks. By changing the locks regularly, now the children cannot pick the lock and just get in. It's different every time. Yeah, you do look weird. That makes sense. Excuse you, sir, that is racist. I will call your superiors and have you fired. I will speak to your manager. Turns you guys are coming into the community center. You, um... All the other neighbors and residents are there. But also, at the head of it, is this female dwarf in this Easter green teal pantsuit, sharp glasses, and all that. Also has a beard, so kind of disturbing, honestly. Thank you. Even, <laughs> even the narrator's racist. Uh <laughs> is, that ra is that racist or sexist? I don't know, whichever pisses him off more. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, she she's writing down the list. It's like, okay, so we're here to talk about noise complaints, ignored letters, and uh, random locks changing. Also, an incessant amount of complaints. Okay. And very important uh, <laughs> discussions of things that are troublesome within the community. Okay, first Maybe. off, who is changing the locks? At every person's house. I, point, I just I pointed John. It's a community, I understand it's a community center. Not that we hired anybody, so that's strange too. And I don't know how we got into there. But also, people's houses are getting their locks changed, so they can't even get in their houses. Yes, apparently uh, Dave has uh, hired a locksmith. He's the guy outside. He's been changing locks around the, the suburb. He was only supposed to to do my doors. I, I don't know why he's doing everybody's doors. I think he just got bored. I, I, I turn around to see, like, John just over, like, changing locks for, like, the kitchen in the community center or something like that. Yeah. A door that definitely doesn't need a lock yeah. is getting a lock. 
I'm just like, so it's the bathroom. What? It's the bathroom door. <laughs> Are you putting a lock on the microwave? Well, yes. How am, I, how am uh, I going to use the microwave now? I didn't even know you could put a lock on it. I can put a lock on it. Is it technically soliciting if you've been hired? But uh, well, I'm not actually asking for anything, so it's not soliciting. So do you like just have a comp- do you do you just have a compulsion to just put and locks on? I'm not. I'm not even entering the home, so it's not breaking and entering. I've stolen nothing, so uh, it's it's not robbery. I mean. Is it vandalism? There's a lot of sense going on here, but um, I feel like there's still a crime being committed. Is it vandalism? (laughs) Well, I don't actually damage anything, so no vandalism. But they can't can't get in their house now. Minor inconvenience. I believe that's a crime somewhere. My (laughs) Aunt Peggy is diabetic. She can't get to her insulin because you locked her cabinet. You psychopath. (laughs) Do you even have do you Do you even have the problem? Do you even have like the master key for all of these locks? This key. Can I roll the like can I can I try to snatch that from him? Okay, so we need to do something about the serial locker. <laughs> Smith. Whatever you are. They call me the locksmith. Yeah, that one. What is your name? Uh, John. uh Barb. Oh, wait, him? Me. I know who you are. Oh, okay. Seems about the locksmith. His name is John. John. That's what I needed to know. Smith. Going to your your name is going to be a part of a very lengthy, well written complaint that we'll see never. <laughs> Which is a problem that needs to be addressed. My complaints are very my my queries about the issues within the neighborhood are very important. I would just like it stated for the record that uh, Dave uh, has actually admitted to complaining. So just so we're all on the same page. Even Dave yes. knows. <laughs> yes, Dave. We, you've been at the community center eight times a day. Didn't know you could visit it that much, but lo and behold, we have this. I have self-reflection. Uh, what else do you expect from me? It's also true. Well, my letters are not going through, so I'm going directly to the source. And I would like the to speak to your government as well. <laughs> the, the federal government, because this is an HOA. The, the mailman yes, is the HOA. I would like to to the <laughs> After Jacob snatches my master key, I'm just going to go and put a lock on the complaint box. <laughs> you know, you are, we need to, why didn't I think of that? Need to give him, we need to clearly give him something to do. Um, <laughs> and then there's noise complaints. I don't know whether anyone's talking about. I am quiet as a mouse. Uh, no, you are not. I, I no, you are not. I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard any other complaining other than Dave. Because you're right by my house. You're my Mr. only neighbor for miles. It's not my fault that you and I share the forty acres, and I have five of those. So 
<laughs> Mr. Cobblewood, I understand you have a very large property, which is strange considering this is uh, a small neighborhood. Fair enough. Well, but, um, if you are going to be working with power tools, you are going to need to find a way of some kind of sound absorption, whether that's a wall or something. I mean, because I have six feet of concrete between me and the outside inside that warehouse. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know what Dave is hearing specifically. Definitely not the screams of my enemies. I don't mean to be racist, but do mind flares have like super hearing or something, Dave? No, uh, well, I mean, technically, yes, and also no. <laughs> so you have sensitive hearing. <laughs> and he is making so much noise. It is ridiculous. I have to be able to write my letters in peace. I need to be able to sleep at during the day. I need to be able to do my normal activities. Being a dark lord is a very tenuous job. Wait, wait, wait. You're saying that my doing woodshop is interfering with your ability to write letters? Yes. I think production needs to go up to a 10 at this point. Like, we just need to be churning out something every five seconds if it's going to be that good of a deal. Surely you must do something about this maniac in our neighborhood. And more importantly, a felony being committed within the suburbs by the mailman. I don't know what you're talking about. The mailman is entirely innocent. The mailman is anything but innocent. <laughs> and that's coming from me. The, the rest of you, are any of you having issues with getting your mail? That's just <laughs> you don't count. You don't even... Do you live here? Uh, you know that blue thing you put a lock on? That. <laughs> mm. oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, the mailman, uh, yeah, he's been delivering faithfully. I don't I don't think you guys need to worry about the mailman. He's, that is he's completely untrue because I have sent many letters and none of them have reached their destinations. I mean, it, it sounds like you're just, you know... You're you're getting in those years of the, the your your golden years are past. You're getting into the long. I years. am an immortal lich. I've been alive for eight hundred years. My mind is not going. I am in fact a mind flare. <laughs> Our minds never go, sir. At the I'm beginning of that rant, seeing as the attention was almost on me, I have left with the master key to go to my aunt Peggy, so that I can help her get access to her medicine cabinet. So I'm not even there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying the mailman has left yeah I'm just saying Dave I mean you, like I said you're, it sounds like you've been around for a while you might be forgetting how to you know address postage correctly I'm just just putting that out there no one else okay. is having issues like this With how since you three post- sorry I'm so sorry no you're good no you're good since you three are the biggest source of conflict and the biggest headache in this neighborhood so far if you want to stay within this neighborhood, I'm going to I'm going to give you all the task of fixing the gates outside the community. They have been not functioning for Lord knows how long. And uh you three are going to work together to uh fix it. I mean, I'm sorry. Why do I have to assist? Because you're the biggest headache in the neighborhood along with him. And but what is your legal reason? Because you have to have a legal reason for us to be doing this. And last time I checked, are, I have not committed you any You are crime. causing a disturbance to your other neighbors. 
Which... Dave, do you want to know the oh, reason? causing the disturbance. He's the one using the power tools yeah. at five o'clock in the afternoon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I have to get my sleep. obviously. That's what mind flares are. I, I just want to point out exactly what you're just saying right there. That's why you want to have to. They want you to fix the gate. That is the reason. The whole reason. <laughs> do I get to put a lock on it? Yes. <laughs> yes. We're, you're repairing a gate. So, with your combined efforts, you guys should be able to fix the gate and maybe have a sense of camaraderie. I don't know. I'm just yeah, trying sure, to get out of hiring somebody. If you put me with him, I can assure you by the end of the day, we will have a dead body. I know. I'll probably bury him out in the backyard. <laughs> oh, good. I can oh, get the police involved. Body, you imbecile. Right around this point, oh, I return with my aunt with me, just, you know, helping her in tow to, like, come watch this, like, meeting because we got her medicine. I go over to John and give him back his master keys. Like, thank you, sir. And then we just take our seats in the back with and just watch these two just bicker out about it. Now, the question <laughs> I have for uh, Dave is how tall is Dave? Uh, seven feet. Seven feet? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Milo is, like, three, like three foot. He's on a yeah. stool that's like four feet just so that he can try and look Dave in the eye. <laughs> try to. Get <laughs> and like, it, I will point out that this is like a stool that is not a normal stool. Milo brought it with him. It collapses and rebuilds. So Milo has this stool so that he can climb up a ladder and then look at Dave. And it specifically has written on it, the Dave stool. <laughs> <laughs> so this bickering is happening while I'm on a little podium. <laughs> Getting on your soapbox. Is, exactly. is 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 John still putting locks on random things? Oh yeah, by now I've locked one of the windows. All right, I would like to try to persuade John. It's like, stop that! Stop. Come sit down. We need we need to wait for them to conclude their hissy fit, and then we can figure out like what we're doing with about this game. I'm not throwing a hissy fit. Jacob, uh, just so you okay. know, you've been voluntold to uh, help fix a gate. Do you, do you feel like that's okay? Give me a roll for persuading John to stop doing locks, lock work. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a three. <laughs> that's... Yeah, oh, he's still locking. <laughs> I can't stop him. I cannot persuade him away from this calling. Uh, I will go and sit down with you and proceed to lock you to the chair. <laughs> do I notice him do this? Do I notice him do this? Uh, roll perception check. That's a five. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, look, I look up at the ceiling fan. How did you get locks on the ceiling? Honestly, at this point, I'm just impressed. <laughs> Uh, clearly you, he's a lock wizard you three four whoever's causing this get out fix the gates otherwise i'll do something now i kind of want to know what that something is i don't think you do i, I mean don't Dave... think you'd be able to defeat me i'm a dark lord a lich a literal undead creature and the head of the PTA? Do you want me to get the paladins involved? <laughs> <laughs> if 
fine. There are other ways, Dave. And <laughs> I'm just gonna lock Dave's shoes together. <laughs> Dave is gonna start walking away and trip. Come on, son, this massive curse upon me! You Please. shall fear, fear the speed! <laughs> ah! don't, don't mind flavor mind flayers float? <laughs> I forgot for a second. <laughs> I also, I mean, upon... to be fair, you can still trip while floating. I, I tripped over the, the air. I also, as I, when I'm floating, your old age is catching up to you. Just, just. I am not that old. I'm only. How old did I say? Eight hundred. There, there you go. We've all heard it now. Dave is losing his mind. I am not. So I, I say, is I find it weird that you're in the PTA, but you have no children. That's just that's like the weird part. And then I attempt to get up and then and then fall over with the chair with me. I do have children, actually. They just don't live with me anymore. I was about to say, are they children anymore? They're they're older. They're grown up. Left the nest. Understand. Right. Wait, wait, are you in your retirement days, Dave? Uh. <laughs> you we seem don't to talk have. About that. We don't have to talk about it. We have to understand. You don't have work anymore, do you? You have all the time in the day, every day for this shit, don't you? Maybe. You know what we need to do? We, President, we, we'll take care of the skate. Dave, we need to talk. We need to get you some hobbies, bud. <laughs> Thank you. I do have hobbies, such as writing letters to... That's, that's, that's great. And you know what? And you, about the, about Dave, things. Dave, and we're walking. We're like, you're just walking like a group of idiots up to the front of the thing. Um, everyone's, I'll just hand Dave a lock. Like, this is my hobby. Milo will collapse his Dave stool and put it on his back and in his backpack and wander out. <laughs> So, uh, so Dave, 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 I, I got to admit, I've, I've read all of your letters that you've sent to the HOA, and I've thrown them all away. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm aware, and I don't care. I am going to speak to your superior, and you will no longer be head of the mail any longer. And then, I, and then you're going to hear me working in... Uh, you're gonna hear me working in Milo's warehouse at night. I always could use a, an extra hand or two. <laughs> See, me and Milo have a very good business arrangement, so I can afford to live in here and raise my kids in this neighborhood. Okay? I am with you on he can be very loud with his power tools. That doesn't really bother me because I can sleep like a rock through anything. I don't know if you have that kind of benefit with your life. But does kind of seem, we start tinkering on the, on the front gate or whatnot, trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with it. Doesn't seem to me like writing letters to aggravate the shortest, grumpiest son of a bitch in the neighborhood is your best call in, in, in your non-retirement days. Are, are, you, are you picking up well, what I'm putting I down? To him politely about it, I even brought over cookies, and you know what he did? He turned up the volume! I'm, I'm gonna just, in my defense, I will say that the Mind Flayer showed up at my house and gave me cookies full of maggots. Uh, and they so. Were delicious! 
I was, uh, I, I took that as a veiled threat. Just, just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> also, it was hey. an offer of friendship. I, the Dark Lord, still try to make friends. It doesn't always work, but I try. And I thought perhaps giving you a sweet treat might clue you into maybe lowering the volume. And you Sweetie, did not. Savory, cunt, crunchy, and all sorts of weird and disgusting ways. I understand. But uh, normal people just like a little sugar in their cookies, not maggots. And not whatever kale thing you put in there as well. That was weird. It's a healthy <laughs> alternative to chocolate chips. No, chocolate chips are a healthy alternative to chocolate chips. What you that did is a contradictory is statement. And kale is very healthy. You know, you are a living creature. You Dave, should really Dave, 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 your diet. Dave, yes. Dave, I, I can agree with you on the on the on the rel on the facts as it relates to the health of kale, but I will admit putting kale in a snickerdoodle ruins a snickerdoodle. I appreciate you looking out for our neighbor, but if you can't tell, clearly no one else in this neighborhood actually cares besides the lockman. Speaking of which, hey, uh, and I, I'm like, I'm gonna go talk to our locksmith's friend, and I'm just gonna wander off while you two are speaking, and I'm just gonna come to the locksmith, and I'm just gonna be like, so, uh, Mister Mister Smith, I, I have a quick question for you. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a, a, a magical device that allows you to receive communications from long distances, otherwise known as a cellular device? Uh, I do. Excellent, excellent. What's your phone number? Uh, seven. Seven. Anything, any other numbers? Or is it just seven? Just seven. Excellent, thank you. Um, really quickly, how good are you at impersonating things? I can impersonate a lock. You know what? Close enough. <laughs> I, I just need when you when you answer the phone in the next few minutes or so. I just need you to answer uh, this town. Uh, what's the town's name? Uh, Bourbonville. Bourbonville. I need you when the phone rings the next few minutes. I just need you to answer. Bourbonville community clerk. How may I direct your call? And then pretend you transfer that call to someone, I don't care, make up a name in government. And I want you to tell Dave that you're not going to do anything about his complaints. That's it. And I pull out a sack of gold and I go, I'm prepared to pay, pay you a large sum of money to make my problem go away. This is how I want okay. over the mailman. Okay. Also, I have a bunch of doors in my factory that need locks. So it's a win-win for everyone. I like it. Excellent. Here's your bag of money. I'll take your number. Do as I say. And then I walk over and I go, Dave, I was just talking to Mr. Smith over there. And uh, he thinks that we need a special kind of lock. So he's gonna just going to go over there and look through his lock collection. However, you're right. Uh, Mr. Mailman and I have been doing some illegal things. And, in all fairness, I will give you my contact at City Hall. You have a contact at City Hall? Yes, and I give the number seven. And I'll roll a deception. <laughs> I'm gonna roll insight. <laughs> all right. That is an 18. And I just go, this is definitely the number that's going to get you to the community, the county clerk, 
who is going to also get you in touch with one of the city council members. I'm not going to say which one, but they're Unfortunately, uh, natural 20. The day that looks at you, raising an eyebrow, if he had eyebrows, <laughs> clearly untrusting of this. This feels just very nefarious, very wrong. Just call the number, I swear. I but swear despite on... it, he's going to dial the number, knowing full well that you have plotted something. <laughs> he presses seven. And, uh, job very clearly, like, big, dramatically reaches into his pocket, pulls out his phone. Uh, Bourbonville clerk community uh, call direction. Roy, uh... You are the locksmith, aren't you? Roll a deception check. Uh, that is a five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lock. Lock? And my phone, the phone just turns into a lock and it hangs up. <laughs> uh, See? Roll a roll wisdom check. Which one of us? Uh, John. That's an eight. <laughs> Suddenly, you get this compulsive urge after your phone turns into a lock to just put a lock on every single thing in the entire vicinity. On the street lamps, on the squirrels, whatever you see, it is getting a lock on it. Now you're in a locking frenzy. <laughs> Somebody might say he's a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, see John go to like the fire hydrant, the curb. The curb gets a lock. Uh, there's a lock in the middle of the road. And by the time he finishes putting locks on the like lamp post, he has managed to lock himself to the lamp post. <laughs> at seeing this, at seeing this, I go. Well, at least, at least you can stop yourself. Just a thought, but perhaps we should uh, talk, talk to some doctors about John? Uh, <laughs> how did you lock yourself on the street lamp? Uh, one of the locks on the back of my trench coat is locked like four feet up. <laughs> so I'm just hanging by the trench coat. <laughs> I'm going to get him down. <laughs> or try to get him down. I'm going to continue fixing the gate. <laughs> I'll take measurements. And I just start, um, like, measuring the, the parameters of the gate. <laughs> with advantage, um, with advantage, one of y'all who are working on the gate right now, Roy, um, tinkering or slide a hand check? Go ahead, Michael. That is a 19. On both of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So you're finding that the electricity is um, something about the electricity of the gate. Like, it's just not getting good. There's just not good flow going to the gate. Gotcha. I look at the rest of them. So it looks like we have a problem here. The arcane circuits are fried. They've got uh, a capacitor over here that's just gone to shit. It's just on fire. I don't even know how it's not put out yet. 
that over there, that's a, a subroutine in a, well, I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty of it. You all understand what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, this uh, this magical circuit, it needs an entirely o- uh, new overhaul, a new entire installation of uh, several key components. The flex capacitor definitely, definitely needs to so, be sl- uh, slightly remodeled. So do we need so, to go to... Do we need to call a guy, or can we just go to Home Depot or Lowe's? Oh, I can get this knocked out in a jiffy. I just need to go back and get my tools. Do you need any funds for that? Are you even the hired... Like, wait. Remind me, Milo. Are you... Wait. Do you... Are you subcontracted with the HOA? I mean, we don't talk about it, but yes. Okay. These houses didn't get built by, you know, some unknown organization. Well, okay, technically they were built by some unknown organization. They just happened to be a subsidiary of uh, Cobblewood Enterprises. <laughs> I do want you, as you're searching through the warehouse, I do want you to roll a, um, a perception check to see if you do have enough items to make the repairs. Uh, do any of them come with me? I'll come with. I'll watch right. over John. So, uh, <clears throat> when Dave comes with me to my warehouse, <laughs> which is weird, uh, <laughs> so my my warehouse has like four separate parts. One is like woodworking. One is like mm-hmm. industrial welders. One is like an industrial smelter. None of which, neither of which, are like necessary to make furniture. And then like another one is like an a, like a really cold refrigerator that has various cuts of meat. <laughs> what are you doing in your house? A lot of things. It's called hobbies. Get a few. <laughs> and, uh, hobbies? Complaining is not a hobby. <laughs> it's not a complaint. It is a strongly worded letter that is of concern. <laughs> I take my stool off and like undo it, walk up and go, look me in the eye, Dave. You know that complaints, strongly worded letters, are not a hobby. And then I just quickly get down and fold my stool and put it back. <laughs> that was an eight, by the way. <laughs> also, okay. uh, Dave may or may not, while looking in my meat locker of different various like cuts of really good beef, there are like just bags. Completely nondescript like bags. I opened the bag. Oh lord! <laughs> what does Dave find? Does Dave recognize it? Actually, that's an insight check. For an investigation. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go investigation. That is a nineteen. Um, what you call it? Uh, Milo. What? What are they, Milo? Yeah, you find a bunch of cadavers. <laughs> Cada- you mean cadavers? Cadavers, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you find a bunch of cadavers. <laughs> so are they like uh, cadavers, but they're wearing dive suits? Is that what's going there on? There you go. They're, they're, they're people who have perished at sea. Well, wait, that's too topical. He's making an aquarium set out of them. <laughs> so the Titanic. <laughs> oh no! Don't, don't. Go on. <laughs> I look at Dave. Dave, stop playing with the workforce. You need to leave them to be. <laughs> That's the workforce. Yeah, 
You're oh, a bitch. You know how it works. Snap his fingers and summon them. That's <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I don't pay them to work when it's not work time. <laughs> but they can be alive. Surely they've started a union of some kind. Oh, no, no. That's why they're in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> that's just unethical practices. And he's going to snap his fingers and raise the dead so that they can uh, start uh, a My little counter spells and he goes, knock it up. All, All right. right, go ahead. Go ahead, do an arcana check. Oh, that is a fourteen. <laughs> uh, I want you to go 16. ahead. <laughs> what? All right, a sixteen. So I counterspell and my and just look at him. And go look. I, 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 how about we we make a truce right here and now? You don't mess with my workforce. I don't go around messing with your dungeon. I don't, you know. Sand the bottoms of all your chairs so you're slightly shorter. What? You weren't messing with my dungeon to begin with. That was not my complaint. I mean, oh, never mind then. Yeah, you totally haven't found anything amiss in your (laughs) house at all. What have you done to my castle? Have you not noticed that your chairs are like a foot shorter and your tables are all slightly askew? Your dungeon somehow grew overnight. (laughs) No, I went in there methodically. Methodically cut all of your chairs down by a foot and then made your tables wobbly. Also, get this straight, and he's gonna pull out a recording device. (laughs) (laughs) And I just got all of that on tape. (laughs) I mean, you you, it'll it'll never hold up in court. Also, you recorded me without my permission. This is a two record state. Ah, (laughs) then I just walked No, god damn it, you. You Hold up. Me. Roll a history check to see if that's true. <laughs> that is a 12. Yeah, unfortunately, um, it is a two record state. No! <laughs> you, you, you. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Rude individual! <laughs> I will have my vengeance upon you and your entire bloodline for this deed! I mean, as you, uh, go ahead. <laughs> as you search for the warehouse, I yeah, got an you eight, do, by the way. For that role, huh? searching the warehouse, I got an eight. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what you need. Unfortunately, through all the jobs you've been doing, you do not have the parts necessary to make repairs to the warehouse, so you are going to have to run to a hardware store to get the rest. Damn it. I've run uh, out of the I need. And honestly, I would probably say that's a good cliffhanger for part one right here. <laughs> Alrighty. Tune in for the next episode where this crew of suburban dorks goes to Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Adventures in Home Depot. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, what, what did we miss? What'd you have? Hold up. I'm trying to find it. Wait, why don't they... Oh! <laughs>